Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 is that not the truth? Anyways, welcome to Monday, February the 1st of 2021, day 32 del año, day 32 of the year, and only 333 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully you're off to a great start as we start off this lovely Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, as we are moving forward into this new week and into this new month, buenos dias, and all that kind of fun stuff as we do move forward. That's always important anyways. Thank you for coming back, taking a listen to what we have going on here on the Rated R Safety Show. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. Yes, that is for sure. And we are also broadcasting on RadioBig.fm. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. So there you go. A lot of things going on over the weekend since Friday, since we last hung out. So I'm glad that we're here back again together to do the things that we do. If you're not familiar with the show, let's kind of give you the layout of the land. Here's how it goes. We talk about the things that are going on inside of the world of the news. We bring some professional broadcasters in because they know what they're talking about. They talk a little bit about what is going on inside of the world of the news. And then I come back in and we start talking about what is going on inside of the multiverse and all that kind of fun stuff. What I like, what I don't like, what you like, what you don't like, and all that kind of fun stuff to go around and about and so on. Anyways, let's talk about what was trending over the over the weekend because that's always important when we start off on Monday morning, and let's start talking about those things right away. Trending was Phil Collins was trending on Saturday as social media users wished the singer-songwriter a happy 70th birthday. Gene Hackman also landed on the top 10 trends of list of users that wished him a happy birthday because he was it was his 91st birthday, so there you go. 91st. Gene Hackman. Man, that guy used to be in all kinds of movies. I used to love that guy. Great guy. Anyways, let's continue talking. Social media users flooded news feeds with memories and favorite roles played by Robin Williams. It is unclear exactly what caused the trend, but many retweeted a recent interview of Rami Malek discussing what it was like to work with him, with Williams. Malek, who starred alongside Williams in the night 
at the museum told Jimmy Fallon that the funny man would light up the world. I believe it. I believe it. People across the world also remembered Magama Gandhi on the anniversary of his death on Saturday. The man of peace was assassinated in 1948 by the Hindu nationalists. So there you go. Uh, what people, what, yeah, hashtag what drives people <laughs> made the rounds on Twitter on Saturday. Tweets included love, Batman, a chauffeur, the possibilities of successful outcome, vehicles, money, Uber, the fear of COVID, caffeine, and people infringing on other people's copyright. Okay, maybe I added the last one, but wanted to throw that in there. Anyways, hashtag Biden lied was trending on Sunday as social media users called for, called out the POTUS for lying about several items on his agenda, including bankruptcy bill, Social Security, Medicare for all, fracking, his voting record, and stimulus checks. Biden supporters used the hashtags to bash Trump supporters. One person wrote, even if Biden lied, Trump lied more. How are we in the swamp already, man? I just don't get it. Can't we just talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news and just can't we just all just get along? Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. Story News in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. The military has seized power in Myanmar and declared a one-year state of emergency. De facto leader Aung San Suu Kyi and other governing party members have been detained. The coup follows elections, which were won in a landslide by Aung San Suu Kyi's National League for Democracy party. The military says it took action because of election fraud. Simon Adams from the Global Centre for the Responsibility to Protect says it's a worrying development. This is a military that, of course, has a long, long record, not only of military rule, but of committing atrocities against their own people and not being afraid to use extreme violence mm. to keep themselves in power. So it's dangerous. They lost overwhelmingly in the elections that were held in November. So anything that they see as kind of diminishing their power is something that they want to sweep away. Tokyo saw nearly 40,000 new coronavirus cases in January, more than double the previous monthly record set in December. That's according to new figures released by the Metropolitan Government at the weekend as officials continue to plead with the public to stay at home. Grace Lee reports from Tokyo. In all, Tokyo has seen 39,664 cases in January, bringing the cumulative tally to almost 100,000. That's in comparison to December's figures, where the region saw a total of 19,245 cases. However, the metropolitan government recorded just over 600 cases in Tokyo on Sunday, the lowest number on a Sunday since mid-December, which officials are hoping signals a shift in the right direction. Local infections have been gradually easing under the state of emergency, but the capital's medical system remains overwhelmed and there have been an increasing number of patients dying at home while waiting for hospital space. Local reports say the prime minister is gearing up to extend the state of emergency for certain prefectures including Tokyo and Osaka. At least five people are dead after an attack on a hotel in the Somali capital Mogadishu. Militant group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility for the attack which started with a car bomb and led to a gun battle with security forces. Former U.S. President Donald Trump says he has a new legal team to defend him at his upcoming impeachment trial. Five members of his team abruptly left last week. Nick Harper reports from Washington. A statement from Donald Trump's office announced that he'd be represented at his impeachment trial by lawyers David Schoen and Dr. Caster Jr. The statement said both men believe the impeachment of a former president, rather than a sitting one, as would usually be the case, is unconstitutional. The former president has reportedly struggled to find lawyers willing to take up his case. Trump is accused of incitement of insurrection for provoking his supporters to storm the U.S. Capitol building on January the 6th. The trial is due to start in just over a week's time. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't? <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the, the storm. storm. When, when it, it kicked, kicked in, in, we had we a plan. Separated. 
We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. idea how to find each other. The whole experience was was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by Phoenix. He's the man. <laughs> awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. A lot of weird stuff, like always, going on inside of the world of the news as we start off this lovely Monday morning, nine minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get you moving and grooving with what else is going on inside of the hit list. A lawmaker in Norway has nominated the Black Lives Matters movement for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. In his nomination, the Norwegian MP Peter Hyde credits the movement for bringing attention to racial inequalities around the world. So selectively choosing to leave out the riots and violence that occurred. I'd all has previously nominated activists from Russia and China for the prize. Worth noting, the U.S. crisis minority reports that the BLM movement was linked to 91% of riots that occurred in the country over the summer, which resulted in the most expensive property damage in insurance history. Now, of course, I am just sharing information here, not a stand on either way point of view, just to make sure that we're clear. Because I remember at one point we were talking about George Floyd and some people on a group that I was part of, a safety group that I'm part of, better saying not was, but am part of, lost their shit say that I was making political statements about it. I'm just reading the news on how the stuff comes about. So, hey. Take it for what it is, my friends. Just sharing the information that's there. Anyways, let's continue talking. A four-year-old girl from Wales made a big discovery last week while walking along the beach with her dad, Lily Wider, spotted spotted a well-preserved dinosaur footprint on a low rock. The paleontologist curator from the Anuga Climate National Museum of Wales told NBC News that it is impossible to know which type of dinosaur left the footprint. They do know that it's likely made by a creature that stood 29.5 inches tall. Okay. It was about eight feet long. The footprint is believed to have been left over 220 million years ago. Once the museum reopens, Lily and her school class will be invited to see the artifact and her name listed beside the official finding. So there you go. Hopefully that will bring some joy inside of her life. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some other things. We're going to go around, around. This should almost be called around, oh, hold on, one thing, around the net. So let's continue talking. A mom from England recently wrote about her experience she had at her local McDonald's. Sheer Claire took to Twitter to explain that a man was trying to take his son for a Happy Meal, and due to COVID restrictions, his only option was to order at a drive-thru. After ordering and paying, employees refused to hand him his food because he wasn't in a car. After seeing the disappointment on the child's face, Sheer said that her, that her son went over and gave the kid his Happy Meal. A spokesperson for McDonald's said that the employees were instructed not to serve a man out of concerns of the health and safety of their people and customers. The statement explained that the man had gone to the restaurant entrance, which was closed, and he would have been able and hold on, which was closed, he would have been served his meal. Hold on. Gone to the entrance, which was closed. Okay. Uh so let's making sure that I made sense out of that. Worth asking. So it isn't safe to hand someone food through a window but it's okay to take their money through a window and open the door stand face to face and you know hand them their food i guess those things are okay but i want to say this though if the guy was not inside of a car i really do believe and i'm just talking about policies that some of these joints have um have very strict policies not to serve people that are not in vehicles not justifying it just making a reference to what's normally there so what do you think about the story? Is it health and safety related if you really take a look at it? Or is it a bunch of hogwash of people just saying stuff just to get some local attention on what is going on? Anyways, you know, McDonald's is McDonald's. McDonald's is a franchise model, independent operators. Some of them are franchise stores. Some of them are corporate stores. It's a pain. I mean, 
now that would be the next search. We would have to figure out what exactly is going on, which one it is that makes the most logical sense. Which one was it that they did properly? I mean, I guess that's the way to look at it. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So here you go. Singing in German spreads COVID. Yeah, I said that again. Singing in German spreads COVID. According to a new study, singing in German is dangerous in the age of coronavirus. It is far better to sing in Japanese. These are not jokes. This is exactly what I'm saying. Japan Choral Association Secretary General Masaku Umedi told CBS News that according to a multiple study, singing in a song in German emits nearly double the particles per minute than singing in Japanese. The new research <laughs> comes as the choirs are still singing in Japan, but performance times have been reduced and participants are keeping <laughs> more than six feet apart on stage. So there you go. So there you go. What do you think about that for sure? I mean, so do you think we should all start singing in Japanese then? I mean, apparently German is not the way to go. I will tell you over the last couple of weeks on this uh, interesting project that I've been working on, I have had to uh, learn the lingo in some German aspects. And I'm not joking as I say that, but that's a conversation definitely for another day. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R. Safety show. Okay, so does a Dutch oven spread COVID-19? I don't know. You'd probably have to ask your significant other to find that out, Mr. Safety Consultant. I'm sure that she could share with us. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. The last couple of weeks, groups of retail traders banded together through social media sites to challenge professional money managers. The goals were simply to inflict financial harm on hedge funds and to make a couple of dollars themselves in the process. GameStop has been the most popular example of the phenomenon. In, in January alone, the retail investors have cost short sellers an estimated $19 billion. The share price of GameStop has increased more than 1,500% this year. Investment platforms have faced increasing scrutiny after they halted retail traders of the ability to buy shares on many securities involved with this effort. At the center of the of the complaint is that Robinhood founding mission was to allow average investors to get involved with the market and their recent actions seem be unfairly leveling the field so big firms can catch up. So I don't know. I mean, I'm having a hard time with this. And it's I think it's interesting. I will tell you that Joe Rogan recently had Brandon Shaw on his uh, on his pod, and they were talking about this. But it's kind of amazing to me about how all of a sudden regula regulations are being requested by the CEO of the NASDAQ, by people on CNBC, about a lot of people that are in the financial sector. And it's fine now of let's ask for more regulation. But when the shoe's on the other foot, there doesn't seem to be a lot of questioning about that. I just wonder how that works, and I'm just wondering out of morbid curiosity on my part. Do you think it should be heavily regulated now that these people decided to do this? I mean, take a look at it. Take a look at it from the grander scheme. So it's not okay because they're not pro-investors? I don't get it. I mean, it's kind of one of those really, really, really strange things when you really take a look at it. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, here you go. Scientists have finally figured out why Walmart poop is cube. Yeah, cube shape. New research shows that the modest possible <laughs> intestines Stretch up 33 feet long, about 10 times their body length due to the length. It is. It takes four days for the critter to have a bowel movement, thus creating a boxy-shaped feces as their muscle con contract and it dries in particle of their colon. Oh, my God. How do we even get into this news story? The new finding shut down previous theories that the Walmarts have a square-shaped sphincter, or, in fact, they have a mold of their own feces inside of themselves. 
How did this even get in here? Can someone explain, please? Somebody call 911. Oh, that's a song. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here you go. 11 soldiers at the military base in Texas have been hospitalized after drinking what they believe to be alcohol. The soldiers drank down an unknown substance after a 10-day field exercise at Fort Bliss McGregor Range Complex. Officials said they were taken to William Beaumont Army Medical Center, where two were admitted into the ICU. Toxicology reports show that the soldiers were suffering from ethylene glycol poisoning. Symptoms include seizures, going into coma, and cerebral edema. Yeah. There you go. The U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command has opened an investigation. So hold on. How are you drinking some stuff that you think, think that's alcohol? Like, I need some more I need some more factoids when it comes to this. Like, was it inside of an alcohol bottle that gave you the assumption that that's exactly what it was? Or was it under one of these things where it's like, hey, um, let's do the moonshine gimmick and move forward from there? I don't know. It becomes one of those strange things. I'm not drinking anything out of a bottle that I'm not familiar with. And number two, I'm probably not drinking alcohol, period, because that's just not my gig. So anyways, let's continue going and talking around about what is going on inside of the world. Experts believe that that next pandemic could be a form, sometimes deadly, yeast-like fungus known as candida Aurorus. The CDC reports that the fungus can be fatal if it enters the bloodstream, which can occur through catheters or other tubes that enter your body in healthcare settings okay note to self no catheters first identified in 2009 epidemiologist joanne rhodes says it almost imperviously uh, to an antifungal drugs and she added that it can linger in an inanimate surfaces for long periods of time and withstand whatever you throw at it Dr. Tom Chiller from the CDC Antifungal Division told new new scientists, yes, I did say new scientists, not news, new scientists, that no one truly knows where it came from, calling it a creature from the Black Lagoon. So is this the Black Dragon? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, the Black Dragon thing. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of strange stuff going on there. You know... As we start off 2021, a little over a month into this thing, I don't know if I really want to hear about another potential pandemic coming down the pike. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, let's continue talking. Toys R Us is closing its two remaining stores. They still had stores open? Did you even know that? The retailer confirmed over the weekend that that two locations, New Jersey and Texas, which opened in late 2019. What? They opened in late 2019, have permanently closed because of the coronavirus crisis. The company's website is still up and running as more than 700 and has more than 700 stores outside of the U.S. So hold on. It was only us here in the U.S. that could maintain this thing. What the hell's going on there? Duh. I mean, it's something to think about for sure. I mean, that's one way to look at it. I mean, I don't know. I just I, I mentioned the things that come to my mind doesn't necessarily mean that what comes to my mind is a great thing. I'm just saying in general, what the hell's going on? That is for show. Anyways, let's continue talking for a brief moment here. As of Friday, 6.9% of the population has received the first dose of COVID vaccine, while 1.4 have been fully vaccinated. Over 49 million doses have been introduced na- or distributed nationwide, not introduced. <laughs> and of those, 57% have been administered. In Wisconsin, 5.8% of the population received the initial dose, while 1.1% of the population is fully vaccinated. Nearly 800,000 doses have been given to the state, with 51% being administered. So what do you think there, as you do hear about this? I mean, a lot of lot of, lot of, of interesting stuff. Let's not say that it's not, because it definitely is. But I take a look at it and go, it makes it quite interesting, as we do talk about this. Because it becomes one of those very strange anomalies, because it is an anomaly on how these things are going to work. Anyways, let me talk about this real quick. We did this over the weekend. Take a look real quick. 
Well, here we are once again with another episode of Around the Safety Podcast. This will be episode four. Now, there is no difference right now. The same goal is still in place. We wanted to get you in and out and tell you what is going on inside of the World of Safety Podcast in 30 minutes or less. We're going to give you the top 10 clips that we're able to find in no particular order. And let's get those started right away on Around the Safety Podcast. So there you go. We did release episode four of Around the Safety Podcast. If you go to safetyfmplus.com, P-L-U-S.com, if you go to safetyfmplus.com, the episode is readily available, episode four. So I don't know if I should say this, but on episode five... (laughs) <laughs> um, special guest host just throwing that out there just so you know we will have a special very 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 special guest host just so you know right there where's my vaccine i don't know if you're age demo yet there my friend that's for sure um let's see let's see there were really great clips on episode four thank you i appreciate that um oh trippy yeah we we changed it up on that one we did change it up a little bit on that one but anyway special guest host on episode five be on the lookout but i'm gonna tell you this on episode four there were some people there were some shows on there that had not been released yet that's the other portion here's been the weird anomaly that has come out of this whole thing that i did not expect to see is where people have turned around and either started copying me on their release of their podcast or they're sending me pre-copies of before the podcast gets released. Hey, whatever. It works whichever way you want to do it. But, yeah, I've been getting those in. So it's been kind of cool. So we released one on there. Um, I think you should take a listen. T- definitely take a listen to it. Anyways, available right away, safetyfmplus.com. Go there, take a listen. It's readily available for you to take a listen to. Also, tomorrow, before I forget, I want to share this with you. I don't know if you've been able to see her yet, but here is international safety YouTube superstar Rachel Walla will be on the Jay Allen Show tomorrow on the podcast version. We will have a discussion about her YouTube, how she's come up with her concepts for videos, and so on in regards on how she's trying to change the industry with what she has going on inside of the world of safety by making safety videos fun. Anyways, Rachel Walla will be on the Jay Allen Show tomorrow. Please make sure that you download it and take a listen to what Rachel Walla has going on. So there you go. That's some things that are going on right away. Anyways, it's about that time of the show where you know what's going to happen next. So let's talk about that. And that's going to be in our form of a main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So, you know, we take a look around at the industry that we love. We take a look around at what is going on inside of our world. We take a look around at all of the things that happen from time to time, and we talk about them because we want to make sure that we're in the know. That's always the important part is about being in the know. So I started questioning. I've been questioning this for some time now, but I've looked into it more and more, and I'm starting to try to figure, I'm trying to figure out, as you know and I know, what is starting to become the new norms in safety. And the term gaslighting came to mind. It just kept on going through my brain, and I figured maybe we should start talking about it. So let's go through this real quick, because if you're not familiar with the term, it's not going to make a lot of sense. It's going to be like, what the hell does that mean? Are you just throwing you're just throwing gas on the fire of the light? No, 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 no. So let me use the psychological term of gaslighting and exactly what it means for let's give a better explanation. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or a group makes someone question their sanity, perception of reality or memories. People experiencing gaslighting often feel confused, anxious and unable to trust themselves. Now, I'm going to tell you this actually comes from a movie. The term comes from a movie. The term gaslighting derives from the 1938 play and the 1944 film, 
gaslight in which a husband manipulates his wife into thinking that she has a mental illness by dimming their gas-fueled lights and telling her that she's hallucinating. So that's what I want to think about that. I want you to think about that right now. And I'm starting to question if this is starting to become the new normal. So let's kind of go through some concepts and some talking and a lot of that stuff, because I think that this is going to be kind of important to the convo. Gaslighting often develops gradually, making it difficult for a person to detect. According to the National Domestic Violence Hotline Techniques, a person may use a gaslight someone include, and let me kind of go through some of this for us to have a better understanding as we're kind of developing the conversation here. Countering the... This describes a person's questioning someone's memories that they may see, that they may say things such as you never remember things accurately or are you sure that that happened? You have a bad memory. Withholding. When someone withholds, they refuse to engage in a conversation. A person using this techniques may pretend not to understand someone so they do not have to respond to them. For example, they might say, I do not know what you're talking about. You're just trying to confuse me. Trivializing or trivializing, however you want to word it. This occurs when a person's belittles or di- disregards the person's feelings. The person may be acu- may accuse them of being too sensitive or overreacting when they have a valid concern and feeling. Okay, denial, which is kind of normal. I think you kind of know that one, but I'll explain it anyways. Denial involves a person pretending to forget events or how they occurred. They may deny having said or done something or accuse someone of making things up. Diverting, which is this technique, a person changes the focus of a discussion and questions the person's credibility instead. For example, they might say, that is just another crazy idea that you got from your friends. Oh, there you go. Stereotyping an article in the American Sociological Review states that a person using gaslighting techniques may intentionally use negative stereotypes for a person's gender, race, ethnicity, sexuality, nationality, or age to manipulate them. For example, they may tell a female that a person will think that she is irrational or crazy if she seeks help for abuse. So there you go. There you go. So that's what we're talking about here. And the question that I want to impose today as we do bring this up is gaslighting the new norm in safety. What? Yeah. Is gaslighting the new norm in safety? The reason that I ask this is because let's say, for instance, let's take the realm of consulting out of this and let's go into the realm of the day in and day out operations inside of a location, the day in and day out operations of inside of an organization, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you have detailed a safety plan or a safety process inside of the organization and you get the pushback you get the pushback about this you are triggering me it ain't new well i didn't say it's it's not a new thing but it seems to be something that is not discussed so i hope i don't trigger you too bad but i want you to think about that was jim by the way but i want you to think about this real quick on how some of these processes and some of these conversations inside of the world of safety do occur from time to time. And when we do bring them up into an operational role on how some of these things change on maybe we need to do X because X happened, just using this as a a rough example. And people will turn around and tell you and tell you that's not how it occurred. They will tell you that this is not what is happening. They will tell you like you are making some of these things up because you are trying to institute a policy or a procedure on something that quote unquote never happened or they're starting to mess with you just periodly. I mean, just think about it for a moment. Think about as a safety pro, how this has occurred from time to time as the things that you do inside of your profession. Has it happened? Has it never happened? I mean, I just want you to think back. Now, we are talking about the world of safety here. We're not talking just solely about personal relationships. 
friendships. I mean, that's a whole other discussion that we could have for another day. But how common is gaslighting inside of organizations when it comes to safety? And let's be realistic here. We could also play the other side of the equation where there have been and still are safety professionals that use this gaslighting technique to their own advantage inside of the world of safety. And fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, it's the level of scarcity on sometimes on how certain things occur when something is trying to be sold by a safety consultant, professional, whatever, that is the level of scarcity of you need this. This is the solution to all your problems. This is the magic pill that will change and create and solve everything. Think about it for a moment. Think about the level of gaslighting that occurs across the board, day in, day out basis. Is it something that happens into your department? Is it something that is discussed from time to time? Or is it something that doesn't happen at all? I mean, it's all... In all seriousness, think about it. Think about the regulations and deregulations on certain things, but also think about it from the other standpoint. Think about how people will push their agenda by using gaslighting. It's a technique that's been used for years. I mean, it is, and it becomes one of those things that is discussed among some. I will tell you, this term right here, I'm willing to bet that there is a good percentage of people that are not familiar with it. They're Familiar with the practice, but not familiar with the term. And as you look at this and we describe it and we discuss it, you and I, how does it make you feel? When you're pushing agendas forward inside of your organization, is this a practice that you see that you're using? Maybe not realizing that you're doing it, but that's what you're doing. Or do you see pushback from the other side? When this tends to happen. And I mean, I know that there are some negative words associated, terms, feelings on as I say that. But think about it for a moment. How can you prevent this? How can you cause, I guess, a better aspect of it? If you kind of take a look at it. And then what you should be looking for. Now, if you kind of take the twist here and you apply this to a personal relationship, this is normally a form of abuse. You could find all kinds of information about it related to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. That's not what I'm trying to associate to, but I want you to be aware that it is something that does happen. But think about this for just a brief moment as we discuss it. How do you apply this day in and day out? What do you see on the other side of the coin? Do you see it as it does happen or do you see it as it doesn't happen? And then the other thing is, when you start recognizing this hazard, because it is a hazard, what do you do to resolve it? Or is it just one of those weird theories that I'm talking about that has no merit at all? The opinion, of course, is in your court, because I am in the court of public opinion. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. 
Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Okay, okay. Welcome back to the Rated R Safety Show. 39 minutes past the hour. Here we go. This is Control and Balance by Pablino. This song can be found on Spotify and iTunes. Thanks to Pablino for letting us use the music here today on the Rated R Safety Show. I like the balance and control issues here. <laughs> Okay, anyways, let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world of safety and all that kind of fun stuff as we do talk about it. Because that's what we do here. That is what we do here on the Rated R Safety Show. So still a lot of stuff going on around the multiplex. So I wasn't trying to trigger anyone. I definitely was not trying to be confrontational. I wasn't trying to pick on any particular person or anything along those lines but it is a conversation piece on things that are still occurring inside of this world and just this needs to be taken a look at there's so many psychological terms that we could possibly sit around and talk about if you really wanted to do this for a week or so that we can have those discussions as part of our main story if you are so inclined on wanting that um I don't want it to be a psychology fest because, you know, that could become boring for some, but definitely some things to think about as we do talk about it. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things real quick. We'll try to give you some highlights, some low lights and all kinds of lights in between. So let's get us moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff. Apparently, Mission Impossible is living up to its name. Sources working on the latest installment of the movie franchise are complaining that star Tom Cruise is continuing to be a nightmare, according to the report. Now, remember, we did play a clip a few weeks ago about him losing his S-H-I-T on on uh, on some of the people that were inside of there due to COVID-related issues. So let's continue. One insider of the of a UK newspaper that <laughs> newspaper that a lot of crew members would love to cut losses and leave the thing for a while. But Tom is completely obsessed with finishing. And, and noting, well, and nothing will stop them. The source went to say that Cruz is the most determined person. It's impressive, but a nightmare. And Cruz isn't the only issue. After production was moved out of the UK into the UAE, crew, crew are worried that they'll have to be able to go. Home. They won't be able to go home because the direct flights between the Middle East and the UK are now being banned. The blockbuster has hit. With serious delays, including due to the COVID-19 lockdowns since the production began back in 2019. A lot of stuff there for sure. I mean, there that's, it is what it is, my friends. It is what it is. Oh, authoritarianism. There you go. Anyway, Sarah Jessica Parker says the Sex and the City reboot will make reference to the COVID-19 pandemic. Parker, who will resume her role as Carrie Bradshaw in the upcoming series titled And Just Like That, told the interviewer that it will obviously be part of the storyline because that because that's the city. 
these characters live in. Here you go. And how the chains of relationship of once friends disappeared. And I have a great faith that the writers are going to examine it all. So there you go. Let's get out of here and let's continue talking about some other things inside of the world. So here we go. Talking about real estate, real, real estate deal. Here you go. Remember the story from a few weeks ago that dilapidated homes in Italy were going to be offered for sale for just for $1. That was not weeks ago. At this point, it was months ago. Well, if you can, if you had a second thought about it, oh, the hassle of renovating one of those fixer-uppers, one town has an offer that might tempt you. The waterfront community of Bakari with new scratching, uh, new stretching with the Academia Coast is selling the dilapidated homes for one euro, but it also a bargain deal ready to occupy places. What prices of such turnkey homes start at seven thousand five hundred euros or nine thousand dollars US. More are in the range of ten thousand euro, ten to thirteen thousand euros, or twelve thousand, sixteen thousand dollars US. The sale is part of the mayor's Gilipino Magnogna mission to have to save his town from dwindling to nothing. After years of people leaving the leaving to preserve jobs in Italy, cities of abroad, Bakari's population now stands at about two thousand. There are roughly about a dozen one dollar or yeah one euro to twenty dollar upper scale homes available. The mayor says the turnkeys' houses have been shut down or shut for years and but are habitable but perhaps the deal those are the sale for the 1 for the 1 euro once the cost of renovating must of more depleted uh there you go um building and considered photos are in maps are available if you want to take a look at it at www.commune.biccari that's b i c c a r i .fg.it yeah good luck with that i'm not saying that I'm not saying that's a small town, but I understand recently it was carpeted. Mm-hmm. Get that? And I'm guessing that won't be a problem getting pizza delivered there. I mean, just making some assumptions, of course, of what is going on inside of the world right there. Anyways, rounding up the wildlife, let's talk about it real quick. The mythical Bigfoot creature has captured the imagination and adventure for decades and now there have been an official season capture of him. A state lawmaker in Oklahoma says that there should be a Bigfoot hunting season. Rep. Justin Humphrey presides over the district that includes the Ochawata Mountains, where Bigfoot Festival is held each year. He says that issuing a, a state hunting license and tag could help draw the tourists in the area, and his bill would allow for trapping, not showing the ape-like creature, and he hopes that it would secure $25,000 to be offered for a Bigfoot bounty. I'm sure there'll be a Sasquatch that plans to pretty quickly there. But we talked about this now for weeks, but it seems now that it is getting some uh, some movement, if you know what I'm saying there, some movement on going on of exactly that it might actually be a real thing. So who the hell knows? I mean, I never know with these things, if they're a joke or not, or what exactly is going on inside of the world. Just some stuff to think about, because a lot of strange happens from time to time. Don't worry, we are part of the world of the strange. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 
a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere but the best place to start is in the forest it's the most powerful magic there is head outside to discover incredible animals wow and beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you brought to you by the ad council and the u.s forest service my teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Yep, and the Ad Council. So there you go. We are back with the Rated R Safety Show. 48 minutes past the top of the hour. We got 12 uh, minutes for you and I to hang out here on the Rated R Safety Show. And then you can come over to RadioBig.fm and hang out on Jay Allen in the morning if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, let's get into the world of the swamp, 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 So here you go. A contingent of 10 a contingent of 10 Republican senators called for a meeting with President Joe Biden on Sunday to discuss a $600 billion COVID relief bill, a fraction of the size of the $1.9 trillion bill currently being discussed. The letter is both symbolic and pragmatic that at least 10 Republicans would have to vote in spending the bill out on the Senate, assuming that all 50 Democrats were also on board coming to the table with their own bill could keep Biden in support of more moderate bills. It's hardly a secret that lifelong Senator Biden appreciates the, the tradition of the upper house and would prefer to prefer a bipartisan bill, a bipartisan bill that one would accomplish through their budget reconciliation, which would only require a simple majority. So there you go. That is a potential of some things going on real quick. Anyways, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $42 million jackpot or $31 million cash payout. A winning Powerball ticket was sold in New Jersey on Saturday night. For Saturday's drawing, the winner has the option of $30 million jack, jackpot or a $22.5 million lump sum. Wednesday will be a drawing for $20 million jackpot or a $15 million cash payout. Anyways, let's talk about what happened during the box office. I will give you the top five. Promising Young Women made $260,000 at number five. At number four, News of the World, $540,000 at number three. Monsters Hunter, $740,000. At number two, The Marksman at $1.3 million. And at number one, The Croods. At $1.8 million. So there you go. That's what's happening inside of the box office. Man, is that world of box office much different than it once was? One way, shape, or form. Think about it in that way. Think about it in that particular form on how things have actually changed over the last little bit. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. The Rams and the Lions have swapped quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford and his heading to L.A. and Jared Joff. It's going to Detroit. Also on the table is a handful of draft picks. The Rams are handing over the 2021 third-round pick, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2023 first-round pick. The QBs were number one overall picks in their prospective draft classes. Stafford back in 2009 and Goff in 2016. 2009. There you go. And I was just talking about some of the things that occurred back on this date. Um, back in 2003, following... The Columbia shuttle disaster, George W. Bush, speaks to the country. The president highlighted the importance to, sp to space travel despite the risk. The new shuttle mission would not, would not be until 2005 with the launch of the Discovery. So there you go. That is what exactly is going on. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays for today. Birthdays going on. Um, Harry Styles turns 27. Ronda Rousey turns 34. 
Heather Morris turns 34. Lauren Conrad. Oh, Lauren Conrad turns 35. Big Boy turns 46. Michael C. Hall. Oh, good old Dexter. He turns 50 today. And Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis, just in case if you did not know that, turns 53. Dexter's 50. God, where's the time gone? Duh. Or excuse me, Michael C. Hall is 50 is probably the way that I should say that. Anyways, let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate if you so are inclined to do so today. Today is National Baked Alaska Day. National Freedom Day. That's freedom from slavery, just in case. National Get Up Day. National Serpent Day. National Texas Day. National Dark Chocolate Day. No Politics Day. Spunky Old Broads Day. Wow, could you say that still? I think I might get in trouble for that one. Spunky Old Broads. What are you celebrating today? Oh, I'm celebrating some spunky old broads. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's give you some whack facts real quick before we get out of here of the Right to Dar Safety Show. In Japan, it is common to put ketchup on rice. Karate actually originated in India but was developed further in China. Ducks will only lay eggs in the morning. The average home creates more pollution than does the average car. Honey is used sometimes for antifreeze mixtures and in the center of golf balls. There you go. Um, most burglaries occur during the daytime, just in case if you did not know that. Anyways, let's give you some sh- let me <laughs> let me give you some information related to some slices of bullshit, just in case. I love February because it contains two of my favorite events, Groundhog's Day and the State of the Union Address. One involves a meaningless ritual, which we look at to a notoriously unreliable mammal for for procrastination with no basis in reality, and the other one involves Groundhog's Day. A groundhog, better saying. Anyways, Justin Timberlake turned 40 on Sunday. He celebrated by continuing to be better than you and me in almost all aspects of life. There are legal, <laughs> there are legally blonde sequels in the works. It was either that or just people to hand over their 1650 for nothing. Police are questioning suspects after someone stole $20,000 worth of detergents and cleaning supplies from Lowe's Home Improvement. And yes, they made a clean getaway. Phil Collins turned 70 on Saturday. I won't say he's old, but these days when he's singing, I can't dance, it's because he has a bum hip. So I just want you to know those things for sure. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here we go, here we go, here we go. Here's some trivia we haven't done it in the last couple of weeks. Here we go, we'll run through it real quick. In Friends, what is Chandler's original job? Advertising manager, masseuse, data analyst, or NFL quarterback? Correct answer, data analyst. In Family Guy, what is Tweety Griffin's middle name? Gilligan, Barney, Woody, or Fonzie? The correct answer, Gilligan. Which is which of these is not a house from the Game of Thrones? Lannister, Tully, Stark, Clampant Mansion. Clampant Mansion is the correct answer. So there you go. That is what is going on. Anyways, if you are suffering from any signs of depression or contemplating suicide, there are some friends of mine that you can call at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you to contact. Before you make your next move, call 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. We can't do what we do without you, so don't make the next move until you make that phone call. They are readily available 24 hours a day. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick with some other things. If you need a random joke for today, here you go. The best cure for insomnia is a Monday morning. If you need a phone starter for today, here you go. What odd or surprising hobby do you keep a secret? If you need something for the water cooler, Question, one in 10 people are able to do this in the morning. What is it? Wake up without an alarm. So there you go. That is some things to think about as we do talk about some different things for sure. Anyways, before I forget, 
If you have not signed up, you still have a chance to do so. February the 16th, 2021, we will be doing our class at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Safety Reconfigured. It is a new point of view of talking about safety. Would love to see you there. If you want to hear more information about how to sign up and get it all started, go to safetyfm.io. This is a live virtual class, just so you know. So it is available, ready to go, and it is is all also as well as part of our pay it forward program just so you know we'd love to see you there on the 16th at 11 a.m eastern standard time so come on out hang out with us we'll be there live virtual class don't want you to think it's a pre-record where some people are doing that right now not part of our gig um so there you go anyway so if i can leave you with a thought for today i would love to leave you with this one never look down on someone unless you are helping them up think about it Think about it for a moment. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.com. Would love, or RadioBig.FM, not .com. Ignore that part. RadioBig.FM. Would love for you to come up and hang out with us at the top of the hour as we transfer over to RadioBig.FM. Enjoy some of the Jay Allen in the morning stuff. We will continue talking about the world of news, play some music. If you want to go down the other path and listen to what is going on inside of the world of safety, we got some safety shows coming up on safetyfm.com on the other sequence. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. You can come out, hang out with us, like I said, on radiobig.fm. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it, Duh. and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.